Whether knowingly or unknowingly is a trauma you've experienced holding you captive, or you're struggling with confidence in your identity in Christ, or are you tired of being the superhero in everyone else's life except your own, then sis, this podcast is for you. Here on Boundaries for Believers, you will find practical solutions that free from self-sabotage, your inner critic, and that drama that you volunteered yourself to be in. Hey, beloveds, I'm your host, Zipporah Adatolawa, a believer, wife, social worker, and a lover of all things old Hollywood. As a recovering people pleaser and former woe is me candidate, I've been there, you're not alone, and I'm on this journey with you. With that being said, grab your mug for that coffee or tea, or if you're feeling inclined for some wine, let's cheers on three. (laughs) Well, hello, hello. I am so excited that y'all are here joining me on the very first episode of Boundaries for Believers. (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. So yes, I do want to preface this with saying that I'm on the journey with y'all. Like I will not reach a point of perfection. I don't believe in perfection, but I do believe in equipping yourself for the journey, whatever season you're in. Okay. So I want to start this out with sharing just one of the very first moments where I know God was just challenging me, nudging me um, to really take the first step of advocating for my own emotional well-being um, from a place of discomfort. So this goes back to over 11 years ago. Tune in, take notes, and get ready. (laughs) My identity of self was skewed from the very beginning, but I learned how to hide it well with the curve of a smile and people pleasing as a sport. It was only natural that I learned to live in secrecy regarding my experiences of foster care and adoption. For years, I hid my life story of foster care and adoption from friends and peers because I legit had fear of judgment and rejection. But we all know all things are for our good. But my 18-year-old self over 11 years ago didn't know a change of perspective was needed. But before I share y'all about how God turned my life around from an uncomfortable situation, let me provide some context of the early stages of my experiences of foster care. Okay, my sister and I were placed in foster care at an early age due to exposure of family violence. Shortly after we were adopted and placed in our forever home, prior to our adoption, there was open visitation with both parents. But in all honesty, when I grew a sense of awareness and an opinion as a child, I felt a sense of a detachment from my biological parents. Thinking back, I definitely believe that what was impacted, what impacted this detachment was the stigma I associated with foster care. At the time, I did not have the language to express my feelings, but I knew I carried the weight of shame and rejection. And within my household, Growing up, I know mom did a really great job. When I say mom, I'm, um, I'm referring to my adopted mom. That is Mama Dukes, okay, y'all? But I know mom did a really great job of wanting to protect us, wanting to make sure that there was no distinction between blood um, and non-blood, you know? And 
what she tried to do is to not even welcome the conversation. Not for fear and rejection to be a stumbling block years later, but that was just the best way she knew how to protect. So back to my eight-year-old self, the shame and rejection of my childhood lingered into my teens and frankly, y'all, into my adulthood. (laughs) But I'll share that tidbit later, maybe a few episodes. From my knowledge, the only individuals who knew that I was adopted were my family members, which meant no one else was privy to this information. And that was a secret I was willing to hold on to until my grave. Then the day of my high school graduation came about. The days leading up to my high school graduation, I mailed an announcement to my biological mother who lived in New York, as I lived and currently do live in Georgia. And yes, I only mentioned my biological mother because unfortunately my biological father passed away uh, when I was in eighth grade. The day of this high school graduation, um, like I'm pretty sure like many teens can attest to (laughs) their, you know, emotions were just a little bit everywhere. There was joy, a bit of nervousness for the unknown, but that freedom, that freedom of walking into one's destiny. But as I walked across that stage, it was a feeling of dread, shock, and annoyance as I made eye contact with my biological mother in the crowd. I don't know if y'all peeped that. I said my biological mother was in the crowd who lived in New York when I gave her an announcement, not an invite (laughs) y'all, but an announcement. So there were a lot of emotions there. There were a lot of emotions there. But when I saw her, her hand was waving from side to side with a proud mama bear grin spread wide across her face. The first thoughts were, um, I said an announcement, not an invite. Why is she here? Because y'all, at the time, I categorized our relationship as strained, awkward, and undefined. But little did I know God was pushing me to freedom that I was foreign to. After I was escorted off stage by Secret Service, a.k.a. administration, y'all, they did the most. (laughs) They did the most. But like I said, mom, Mama Dukes, mom, she's a protector. So she knew what she thought was best to protect me from that scenario um, and had administration step in. So, yeah, I felt I did definitely feel... Um, I, the flood of emotions, you know, they, the flood of emotions definitely overwhelmed me during that time. But my 18-year-old self, you know, my 18-year-old mind was not ready to face the present reality. Not until days or perhaps weeks after. I had to sit still with myself for God to reveal to me what I was attempting to flee from. Self-acceptance. As if I wanted growth. I had to accept all facets of me, the good, bad, ugly, and the uncomfortable. God was indeed overstepping my boundaries I was, as I was content with comfort being my security blanket. But how many of us know that remaining in comfort for too long leads to stagnancy? 
This became the first of many confrontations where God has challenged and nudged me in the right direction. Whether it was to challenge myself to let go of limited beliefs, lies I told myself, and the lies I held on to by others while living a life of surrender. From that high school graduation over 11 years ago, little did I know I was going to gain quite a few gifts. I gained three gifts in particular. One, the belief that self-acceptance starts with extending grace to self, which is an ongoing journey. Number two, a solid and restored relationship with my biological mother. And a little backstory with this, it was after my graduation, um, I didn't communicate with her until days after. I didn't even know when she returned to New York. I had no idea. Um, and I literally had to just like sit still before the Lord and just allow the Holy Spirit to calm my nerves, you know, and to really confront the why behind my emotions. What's this fear? What's this? What is this angst? What is this? rejection that I feel what is this shame and does it have weight you know like is this life or death you know if I were to face this I realized that there were a lot of lies I had to unpack that led me to those thoughts that led me to realizing that there's beauty in adoption there's beauty in experiencing the difficult of transitions or even the discomfort from transition to get to the other side. I didn't have to dismiss my background um, or my upbringing because of such things I was exposed to. Um, and I could have, I was able to fully embrace the possibility of forming a relationship with my birth mom. And I also thought about during that time, how was she feeling? After all these years of just distance and not communicating with her, what was going through her mind? Because that face that I saw, even though I did not expect to see at my high school graduation, she was happy. She had a, a face of pride. You know, this was her daughter walking across stage. And I owe it to myself, to her. To walk in transparency and integrity, even though I wasn't even using those words at that time, I knew it was the right thing to do. Just to be honest about what was well, where my emotions were and to also hear her out. And from the conversation, um, I, I was very thankful because her response was, was grace. She understood to a degree where I was coming from, of course. But the beauty was the grace that she extended to me and that she was willing to get to know me in that season of my life. And that established the foundation of where we are today. And I'm very thankful, very thankful. Okay, back to the third gift. The third gift was understanding the true meaning of Proverbs 3.12. For the Lord corrects those he loves just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. As he was indeed correcting me to live beyond my protective boundaries, 
it was necessary. <laughs> it was definitely necessary because it was a moment of me confronting my own barriers that were that was where the baseline was there's definitely fear. The baseline was rejection. The baseline was shame. And honestly, that's not a space for growth. That's not a space where freedom can actually take place. And so when God confronted me about this, it was only for my good. Only for my good. And I really hope moments like this have you also think about your journey, your story. What are some things that you need to confront, whether from your past or your present reality, to get to the other side of your story? What things do you need to question? Why am I feeling like this? Why is this angst happening? Why is this fear happening? Is there weight to it? Is there a true baseline for this? And if it is, take a step further. But in short, there's beauty in transformation. There's beauty in discomfort. There's beauty in sitting still before the Lord and surrendering what we knew because ultimately he knows best thanks for tuning in today whether this episode lightened your load pulled on those heartstrings or reinforced those boundaries then sis i'd love if you were to share this with a friend or left a written review on apple podcast but if you want to continue this conversation with my trauma-informed life coaching services then i invite you to check out the link in the show notes so I can best support you. In the meantime, follow us on Instagram at Boundaries for Believers. And see you next time, beloveds. Be blessed, be real, and go out there and redefine your boundaries.